0: a bit about the retreat and the format of the retreat and the practice that we'll be doing here. And then I'll give you instruction. What we'll be doing here is, is practicing mindfulness meditation or developing awareness. And for many of us, when we think of meditating, we think of becoming calm, and kind of centered, and kind of quiet, and still, and hopefully nothing's going on, so we can just kind of cruise or snooze. But we're not trying to do that with this practice. Instead we want to develop awareness, we're going to try to develop awareness so that we can see, what's going on, so that we can observe what is going on in our experience, moment to moment or moment by moment. And for that, we're going to be paying attention to the body and the mind. And the reason that we want to pay attention to the body and the mind, and just to observe the way things are, is in order to understand to understand, to learn about the body and the mind, so that we can live in harmony with ourselves. So, why do we meditate? Well, we wanna be happy. We wanna be peaceful, we wanna be calm. But imagine that you were going to a new place, a new country or a section of town that you didn't usually go to or some place that you were unfamiliar with and you didn't really know the place, you don't know the people there, you don't know what they do, you don't know how they think, you don't know what's of value to them, and you don't know how you'll be treated, it would be hard to go there and be calm and peaceful. And the reason you couldn't be calm and peaceful is because you didn't understand what was going on. But even if you went there and observed everything that you could see, hear, smell, taste, touch, you still might not be calm and peaceful because you might not understand what you see, hear, feel, smell, taste, touch. And so it's not just being present and observing the body and mind that's important. It's developing the right understanding so that we can be at ease. It is the understanding that we have of our experience that allows us to be either at ease or confused and then and, and essentially struggling in some way. So the practice of awareness is to understand. We could say the objective or the, the kind of the goal, if you will, of awareness and understanding is to develop insight because it is insight that frees us from our wrong beliefs, wrong understanding of the way things are. So most of you have read or you know something of the teachings of the Buddha or you've done some practice and maybe even a lot of practice. What we hear in the instructions, what we hear in the Dharma talks helps to frame Our experience helps us to kind of point our attention in a way that will bring about the desired result, if you will. But we need to think about what we hear. We need to give some thought as to... You know you've heard the teachings of the Buddha and you've heard about awareness and mindfulness and calmness and you've heard about the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path and the Seven Factors and there's just so much you can hear about. But it's not just hearing it and kind of repeating it back to yourself or others, but it's really taking it in and giving some thought to what it's pointing to. So there's knowledge of the teachings, there's reflective understanding of the teachings. And these two help us in our practice because what we hear and what we think will be working in the background of our mind as we pay attention to our direct and immediate experience. So we pay attention to the body, we pay attention to the mind, and what we hear and what we understand will try to make sense of what we observe. And it's this personal experience that leads to understanding. You've noticed the schedule is alternate periods of sitting, walking, meals, Dharma talk, check-in interviews every once in a while, your yogi job, all of your time here is meditation. Meditation is not just about sitting in the hall. It's not just about walking back and forth. It's about paying attention to the mind. The work of meditation is mind work. It's not what the body's doing, whether it's sitting, standing, going to the toilet, taking a shower, or lying down. It really doesn't matter. It's what is the mind doing in each of these activities. That's the work of the mind. That's meditation. That's where we want to develop a clear awareness of what the mind is doing in each of those activities, each of those moments, if you will. And so in order to be aware and to bring our awareness into all of these activities of the day for the next nine days, We need to be smart. We need to think about the instructions we hear, and we need to remember them throughout the day, and apply them to our activity, yogi jobs, whatever it is you do, if you have to go into the office, if you have to go to the whatever. It's thinking about how to be aware in that situation, listening to the instructions, invest your knowledge and invest your intelligence in developing insight. That's the practice of vipassana. Taking what you know, what you've considered, investing it. So when I say that we're going to be paying attention, developing awareness, We're training in mindfulness. What I mean is that we'll be paying attention to our present moment experience directly. We're not thinking about the present moment experience, but we want to feel it and know, as we feel it, what we're feeling. Even though we're watching the body and the mind, we should be careful to understand that what we ex- are experiencing is the nature of the body and the nature of the mind as you sit here however your hands are feel the sensations in your right hand can you feel that without moving your hand can you can you feel the sensation in your right hand just nod your head or Shake your head, you know? Is there anybody doing this? No, everybody can. You can feel the sensation in your hand. Why can you feel the sensation in your hand? You can feel the sensation in the hand because you pay attention. Now how much energy did it take to pay attention? Was it hard? Did you have to furrow your brow? clench your shoulders, mm-hmm. squeeze your fists, clench your jaw, and focus? You did not. All you had to do was merely direct your attention, open up, let it in, and acknowledge it. Right? Hardly any energy at all. Certainly not effortful. That's all that's needed. That's all the effort that you need to make for the next nine days. But you need to make it every moment. That's what's hard, is remembering to make that minimal effort to recognize what is being known in the body, in the mind. Now when you feel the sensations in your hand, you know there's tingling or warmth or heat or pressure or squeezing or clenching or something. This is the nature of the body. It's not your clenching, your hardness, your hotness, your coolness, your trembling, your tickling. There's nothing peculiar to it that makes it yours. The sensations, if I feel hot in this hand and you feel hot in that hand, no difference. Universal experience, what makes it so personal? This is important, think about this. What you're experiencing in the body is just the nature of the body. What you experience in the mind, calmness, energy, sleepiness, restlessness, anger, desire, fear, confusion. It's just the nature of the mind. There's nothing about it that makes it yours, personal, me, who I am. It's just the nature of aversion, the nature of restlessness, the nature of awareness. Let this information go in. Give it a thought, briefly. And as you pay attention, let this information work in the background of your understanding to undermine your strong identification with, this is my body, this is my mind, it's all about me. Actually, it's all about the way things are. The nature of the body, the nature of the mind. This idea is very important to understand in insight meditation. And while we may not yet be able to believe it or confirm it in our practice, it's important that you let it in and consider it as it will help to reframe your understanding of what it is you're experiencing. This body we can see. This mind we can experience. How do we experience the mind? Can you feel it? Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? Where is it located? The mind is pretty elusive, isn't it? We can't say it's here or there, it's this size, it's this shape, it's this color, it's this texture. But we know we have a mind, and we know because we observe the activity of mind. The thinking, the liking, the disliking, the seeing, the pain, the happiness. This is all activity of mind. When we're aware of that, we know we have a mind. When we're not aware of that, we could say we're mindless. What is important in our practice is to be aware of the activity of mind, to be aware of the mind, what the mind is doing. In each moment, there's an experience being known. It is the mind knowing experience. The breath, a step, a sound, a thought, being known, being known, being known, being known. It's important to begin to understand that in each moment there's a sound being known, a sensation in the body being known, a thought in the mind being known, an in-breath being known. What is being known is going to change moment by moment throughout your life. Sometimes physical, sometimes mental, sometimes emotional, sometimes gross, sometimes subtle, sometimes familiar, sometimes novel. Often we don't get to choose what is being known. So rather than trying to hold our attention to one known chosen thing, let your attention choose by itself. What's important in this activity of experience being known, experience being known is the knowing. The object that's being known, not so important. Maybe pleasant, unpleasant, physical, mental, Let Mm -hmm. it be. What's important is that you know, that you're knowing this experience. This awareness, this mindfulness that we're cultivating, requires or means that we don't forget to be present. This is our life. If you don't forget and you're present, and you're being mindful, you're aware. If you forget, you space out, you drift off, you get lost in some fantasy, you have no idea that you're aware, that you're alive, you're gone. And so it is this cultivation of not forgetting to acknowledge, to recognize that there's awareness in this present moment We're not looking for calmness, we're not looking for peace, we're not looking for excitement, we're not looking for ecstasy, we're not looking for bliss, we're not looking for concentration, we're just observing the present moment. Within the present moment we'll recognize what is most predominant. We should be careful not to strive and struggle to attain to have some particular experience, but rather we should persevere in remembering to be aware in each moment. And for this, we need to use our intelligence, we need to use our energy of understanding what is happening, what's going on, what is being known in each moment. As I mentioned, it doesn't take much to feel the present moment. But what's difficult is to remember and to persevere in spite of our habits of mind of getting lost in thought, getting distracted, wanting something else to happen. It's just remembering again and again and again. In this moment, something is being known. Recognize that. To be able to observe the present moment, it's important to relax, to relax the body, which we know how to do, relax. And to relax the mind, we may have to experiment with that. How do we relax the mind? We relax the mind by having no agenda. other than to pay attention, to observe. If you have any other agenda, your mind is tense. You may accomplish your agenda, but you won't open and understand the way things are. Relax the body. Relax the mind. Observe the present moment. Know what is being known. Recognize That you're knowing. It's unfortunate in a way that we have to practice here in a nine day retreat because it seems like there's something you have to do special in the next nine days, but there really isn't. You're here. The body will live quite fine by itself. We just have to kind of be aware of what happens over the next nine days. We're not trying to accomplish anything. We just want to be present for life as it unfolds moment to moment. And so it would be helpful to just relax and to consider that you're on sabbatical. You're on hold. Or you're you're just on vacation. Nothing is going to be required of you except your yogi job and checking in with us and showing up in each moment for your experience. It is better that we consider meditation a marathon rather than a hundred yard dash. Practice as if this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life rather than just nine days and hope you get something. Awareness is a lifelong process. It's a learning process to develop correct understanding of the way things are. Okay, let's try that. Well, let's not try anything. Let's just recognize that in this moment, sitting is being known. Okay. Breathing in, adjusting the posture, being known. Breathing in is being known. Breathing out is being known. Closing the eyes is being known. to see that the body is relaxed. Releasing any obvious holding, hands, jaw, shoulders. Letting the body settle down onto your sitting bones Might take a moment just to acknowledge the experience of the environment around us. The sounds being known, temperature of the room being known. Pressure on the buttocks being known. What else is being known? settling back into the body, letting it be relaxed, letting your attention be relaxed. Notice the breath. Breathing in is being known. Breathing out being known. While knowing the breath, you may also know the sounds outside. or you may know other sensations in the body. We don't need to hurry and scurry to catch up with everything that could be known. Just calmly be present with one thing at a time. if you want to spend some time with the breath, you can do that. Being careful to recognize when your attention has been drawn elsewhere and something else is being known. Check frequently that the body is relaxed and the attention is fresh. In each moment, something is being known. Is it recognized? It is the nature of the body that's being known. It is the nature of the mind that's being known. Is it recognized? Oh. Do you recognize any questions to be asked? <laughs> you have any questions? Gary? Oh, you squished a bug on your neck. I don't know, but is that the correct way to work with yeah. something mm-hmm. like that on recognize the difference to what it was in the mind and how it felt in the body? Okay. That's all there was. That's it. If you were observing that there was a sensation, right, on your neck, and then there was the intention to kind of lift your arm and see what it was, but, oops! An intention to kind of stop, the sensation. stop that sensation. Yeah, Did you true. notice the aversion of that intention? Oh, I knew I was averse to it. That was quick. Uh, <laughs> 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 this, this is good. Okay, and then. And then then you brought the bug down and had a look and said a short prayer and sent it on its well, way. I just indifference. indifference meaning you didn't care? Exactly. exactly. Okay. And, and was that okay? You felt okay about being indifferent? Well, I was just into being in, what, what being Okay. Great. <laughs> now, I would ask you. What do you know about yourself? What'd you learn about yourself from that experience? Or what'd you learn about practice or about the nature of the mind from that experience? And don't don't give a lot of, don't try to think too deeply, but just, what'd you learn? Great. Okay. It's important that you that you acknowledge that's what you understand. How because you observe directly how quickly the aversive reaction to unpleasant stimulation is. Just like that. Okay. That's all you need to know. Okay. Now you're on to the next moment, the next moment, the next moment. It's important to, to, to review that because we know something. We learn something about ourselves, We learn something about the mind. We learn something about practice. We learn something about our experience, our conditioning by paying attention. So just ask yourself, what do you know? What did you learn? And I don't mean to just think, 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 think and try to figure out what it is you're supposed to know. It's just as simple as Gary said, You know, the 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 reaction, the reactive mind is really quick. Mindless. Don't let that fact escape your attention. It's important to know that's what you know. Don't tie yourself in knots though, trying to figure it out. It's just that easy. Any other comments, questions? Are you pregnant? Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know. Oh, but what's important is that you know that you're, you're, you're meditating. You mean after sitting for 10 minutes or yeah. something, then you feel nauseous. Okay. When, you've, when nausea is being known, how do you feel? Worse. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. If nausea is what is being known, is there a filter between the knowing and the nausea? Meaning, I don't like this. So the knowing seen through the filter of aversion sees nausea. I don't like it. Okay, so what do you know about nausea? I don't like it. There's some aversion in the mind to nausea, right? Okay, work with the, work with the aversion. That's, what's, that's what we need to understand. How did this aversion arise? Well, this nausea is really unpleasant. I don't like it. There's the aversion, you see that. Without the unpleasantness of the nausea, no aversion. It would just be knowing, breath or something. So know, recognize, that there's aversion in the knowing of nausea. You could focus on, and you could just burrow your attention into the feeling of nausea and probably get thick. Or or you could just kind of hang back here and say, whoa, this is really unpleasant, I don't like it, but well, let me just kind of, okay, okay, without kind of going after it. Just know, oh. There's knowing of nausea. There's knowing of aversion. What's the nature of aversion? This is just the nature of aversion. It's not your aversion. It's not your nausea. It's just, this is the nature of nausea. This is the nature of aversion. When aversion is there, you don't want to experience that nausea. We don't want to get close to it. That's what aversion does to the mind. It pushes the mind away from whatever it's, it's, it's experiencing. Know that. Learn that from your own observation. When something's unpleasant and the mind is averse, it pushes away. Why?" when you're asked the question, "Why?" Whying is being known? Questioning is being known. Already you're not paying attention to nausea. That's okay. Now you're knowing questioning. This is the activity of the mind. The nature of the mind is being known. questioning. Anything you experience just like that. nature of the body, nature of the mind, being known. Not your nausea, not your questioning. Yeah. yeah. What I heard you say is that when I try to relax the body, you can, but that when you stop paying attention to the relaxation of the body, then parts of it get tense, kind of unconsciously. When you notice that, are you then able to relax the body? That part, that that thing that got tense? It's not easy to intentionally relax. You should do some lying down meditation. In your room, huh? Just do brief, you know, just lay down. Completely relax. So you don't even have to hold yourself up in a chair at all. Just completely relax. And see if you can let the body relax. Know that you're relaxing. When you notice tension in the body, when that's recognized, Check out the mind. What's going on in the mind? What is being? What could be known in the mind at that time? Okay. While you're sitting, and if you find it's skins, just when you become aware of the sense, see if you can relax. If it's really a strong sensation, know that sensation. Oh, aching is being known. Tension is being known. Holding is being known. Tightness is being known. Is it okay, or do you have some aversion to the tightness, the tension? Know that. Oh, aversion being known, disliking being known, okay? So we're just, we're not trying to get rid of the tension, we're not trying to have a tension-free body, that's not the goal, we want to try to relax, boom, and then notice what the moment, the present moment's experience is. It might be relaxed, it might be tense. But without trying to get rid of it, without struggling to get, that's kind of an oxymoron, struggling to get relaxed. (laughs) Give it up. (laughs) It's not gonna happen. You know, try, just initially, just try to relax. And then when you notice the areas of tension, ah, see if you can be with that without aversion. See if you can observe that, without aversion. Okay, and and try that, lying down for 20 minutes, a couple once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Totally relaxed, and notice what's going on in the mind. When you fi- finally realize that even lying down, you're tense in the body. Check out what's going on in the mind. Last nice. A lot of indifference it must be in the air today yeah you recognize indifference is that okay no oh you oh so you recognize the aversion to the indifference I mean, are you trying to figure out why you're indifferent? Oh, so so the activity of mind called figuring out is being known. Okay, is that okay? Oh, so it's okay to spend your time figuring out. You're not averse to figuring out. That's right, hundred percent good. So when you notice that, so you, she noticed a, she noticed indifference. Okay. Indifference, and then she noticed. Well, I don't like that. I want to. wonder why I'm indifferent. And you know, this whole mental activity. Recognize that. Oh, figuring out what's happening. Just follow that. Indifference, figuring out, acceptance. Okay, these are the activities of mind that are being known. Don't personalize it. You don't have to make it something special to you that you've got to figure out and get rid of. You just need to know, oh, this is the way it is right now. This is what the mind's doing right now. Just know that. If you get really entangled and really lost, just come back, feel the body, relax the body again, notice the breath a few times, then see what else is known. Okay? So this is the instructions for the sitting practice, day one be some additions and adjustments and changes to that as we go along but see how you do practicing with just recognizing that in each moment something's being known and being relaxed about that mentally relaxed and physically relaxed in the walking practice same be relaxed you can walk at whatever pace you want but when you're in community space go community pace meaning going through the meal lines and going in and out of the narrow corridors and by the coat room and things like that, kind of move at a pace that's suitable to everyone else too. When you're alone, you can walk at whatever pace you want, slow, fast, normal, whatever. But remember, meditation is the work of the mind. It's not whether you walk fast or whether you walk slow, that's not the meditation. The Meditation is knowing what's going on in the mind, what is the mind knowing? What is the mind doing while you're walking fast or walking slow? Okay? So, do your walking practice and we'll be back to sit in 45 minutes. I think.